Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey, hey, what up, what up? It is Alex, the fantasy football hustler, back at you. Now we just both were patient, or is that someone jump in there? <laughs> hey, I'm Bogard Scott Free. We're the most high, we the most lit. Yeah. And I am Captain Spaulding. No, it's Vinny on Peacock here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Shout out to our man, Hearst, who's uh, tuning in from the uh, Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on replay, make sure you go subscribe over there to that channel. And he said, Dr. Satan. That's right. Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan. (laughs) Tonight, if if you haven't guessed it already, we're bringing to you now what is known as a Rob Zombie classic, right? Yeah. His directorial debut, Mm -hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah. Let's see. How many movies has he done, including this one? So he's done this one, The Devil's Rejects, which is a sequel. Halloween, he did his rendition. Not sure what this one is, but The Werewolf Women of Of the SS. Yeah, yeah, that's the Grindhouse one, right? Right, yeah. So that's the short little, um, like, preview flick during the intermission of the two Uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez uh, Grindhouse films, which is Planet Terror and Death Proof, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I saw that that whole thing at the theater. That was awesome. Nice. Yeah, they had, like, intermissions and stuff. Like, it was like... Yeah, I didn't... I didn't get up on the intermission. I was watching that werewolf yeah. women of the SS. <laughs> yeah, we watched that at uh we watched it in the drive-thru or the drive-ins. That's the best way to do that. Yeah. We yeah, have one here locally still. It was really it's nostalgic. The Westmer. That's where we used to, you know, take the, the high school dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> used to um we used to bust out the little baby, the little baby grill. <laughs> you queued up just stand you know we'd have like four or five cars and we just leave one spot in between us open and we just kick it like that yeah, we'd have the windows open so you can hear the joint and then like yeah we used to do man that was like when, when we weren't old enough to like go out out that was like one of the go-tos like and then in the drive the drive-ins is a it's i mean it's a sound where i'm from san jose that's a it's a it's a san jose landmark basically you know what i mean still exists and like if you back then, if you went far to the left of the entrance, there's like because there was a chain link fence that kind of like you know, you just far to the left there was a gate, and it was always the gate. All you had to do is lift up the little latch, and we're just oh, driving. Like a, yeah, it was yeah, like a like, chain. 
Yeah, it was like it was it was the area I'm assuming where because it was right by the dumpsters. So I'm assuming like this is where like the trucks would come in to get the the dumpsters. But it would just always be like there was no lock on it. And if you knew about it, and everybody did, you know what I mean? So we would just open it and you just see four or five cars driving with no lights on, you know what I mean? So you know that Hearst has been messing with our show for a while because he said, What up, bogey? And he said, Peacock, Vatos Locos forever. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> Oh, that's that a that's a that's, that's a callback all the way to um to when I think of the first time I was on the silver screen breakdowns. Yeah, and what a what a one to be on for. Hell yeah, blood in, blood out. That was a good one. And shout out to Wendell uh and the trap house. What up, what up? What's up? So Rob Zombie, 11 movies that he's directed, including Ooh. that short that we talked about. The Munsters was the most recent one in 2022. And it all I'm started with House of a Thousand Corpses. And I saw this movie in probably in, it was either 03 or 04. I mean, it, I, yeah, I mean, it was probably 03. I know it came out in April. Okay. April of uh, 2003. Let me see. What was it? April. I think, I think I didn't see it until probably around the Halloween of that following year or the year mm-hmm. after. And, and I don't remember if I saw it in theaters because I know we would go like almost every other weekend or every Saturday night yeah. with my, my friends and stuff. But I'm not too sure because, you know, when these are rated certain whatever, it was hard to get a, a gang of tickets unless like somebody was already old enough. Yeah. <laughs> so so any, anyhow, I don't recall if I saw it in theaters, but I know um, I saw it for sure at my apartment several times, like the year after I graduated when I was yeah. in college at my college apartment. And this thing was on like replay like all the time and then like people would leave and i'd be the only one there and i'd watch it and it was really freaky good stuff great vibes <laughs> yeah it was one of my friends who had this on dvd and uh so yeah just after school getting high and watching this yeah i don't want to get i don't want to give away my rating but yeah it was it was uh on dvd at my apartment at some at some point yeah and like i i was telling Hus before the show i had this dvd before and uh one of my homies at the time, right? Let's just say like, you know, he was off. He was like, we'll just for lack of a better term, he was out of his mind on drugs. <laughs> Crystal meth to be exact. <laughs> and like, so he borrows the movie and he wigs out after he watches it, bro. He's like, any, any, and I, 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 yo, let me get my movie back. Oh, I threw that shit away, bro. Uh, word? Yeah, I had to get that shit out of my house. <laughs> what? Like you couldn't just give it back to me to get it out of your house. People are like, let me borrow that. And I never saw it again, but it doesn't you know, matter. Funny though, I was microdosing earlier watching, like, you know, like powering through it. And, uh, yeah, it's really disturbing. <laughs> like a lot of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really a Rob, like, you know, Rob Zombie kind of like, I, I guess even they were saying too, they even, they shot a lot of the scenes twice. Cause like you know what I'm saying, like he wanted him even more bloodier, but he had to have a second version of it just in case that the, the studios were like, you know, it's a little too bloody. And then what's crazy is like, so what we saw was like the lesser of most of those scenes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, crazy, crazy, that's for sure. And Chase said, "Great movie, my friend. Let me borrow the trilogy on DVD recently. I like it. I don't yeah. like the third one too much, I, but uh, yeah. I've seen the third one." I don't think I've seen it either for some reason. I, and it's, it's like, what, do they get out of jail three, or something? Like, from, didn't they all die? I, 
thought they all got shot down in the epic fucking Mexican standoff in the end of part two. That's where they should have let it end, but they ended up. This was like in the reboot season. It was like 2017 or 19. Okay. So it was. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. So they waited a while though to reboot it. That one they waited like yeah, like was it still under Lionsgate? I'm pretty sure it was. You know what though? This is one of those movies. It like debuted number two in the box office, and then like, but then like it was a quick release to DVD. Yeah. And then like it just kind of birthed this cult following. Cause it was like one of those, yeah, it was one of those ones. I'm like, Hey, you should watch this. Right. And then the homie throws the video away, but the DVD away. But then at the same time, like how many people did that? Right. Like, hey, you should watch this. Fucking was pretty good. Yeah. I just remember the, the movie voiceover guy, like house of Rob zombies, house of a thousand corpses. <laughs> and like uh, the inside joke with a lot of us was like, uh, yeah, like Dr. Satan or people would pop out and like the, the guitar would just like, <laughs> and somebody yeah. get hacked. <laughs> so that was like our go-to like when we'd scare people like you know just around the corner of somebody's house when we're hanging out or whatever that's how we, yeah we do the the electric guitar hey it, okay in texas right like, chainsaw massacre this movie just remake makes me remember i'm not driving nowhere through texas i drive through texas all the time it's scary as hell it is <laughs> at night it's scary like it's scary right now looking outside my window like why and that's because i'm not out in the country or anything i'm in the city but still it's scary <laughs> i mean yeah i'm just like i, I grew up know, in the country though grew up right next to a cornfield out in the sticks creepy hey children of the corn used to fuck me up too as a kid yes sir uh, yeah. yeah i ain't going to no cornfield bro yeah, no, so we did a lot of cornfield, the corn maze. We had a corn maze. Like corn maze. We did corn yeah, maze. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Niner MMA. He's always in the chat. He's from he's from uh, Gilas, from Gilroy, and they had um, they have they have uh, like a bunch of those places out there where they have the haunted house farms and the you know what I mean, and they have the, mm-hmm. you know the the corn mazes and like those you haunted know hayrides. Yeah, in in the distance you'll hear like when you're going through the maze, there's someone in the distance with a with a chainsaw. Just yeah. go. And you're just like, oh shit. I'm running. Had nothing. <laughs> Not, none of that in San Diego. <laughs> we didn't have anything like that. Um yeah, it's so this movie, I, I remember just first time I saw it, I had really no idea what to expect going in. I mean, my homie just like threw it on, and uh, really we get into the first scene there, and uh and really just, I mean, the, the creepy little commercial or whatever it was, that was really like the first thing. I was like, what the fuck is that's this? A, that's Dr. Wolfenstein, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh, yep. And then Spalding and so like, comes up in there somewhere. Yeah, the well, I think, I think Dr. Wolfenstein, if I'm not mistaken, so these are probably all like little short clips or movies that he's kind of thrown in that are relative or kind of related to his uh, werewolf women of the SS as well, so... Think yeah, that's pretty cool. He created the... his... Yeah, this is the birth of his little universe here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's definitely uh If you ever see that that werewolf <laughs> women of the SS, it's it's pretty hilarious, but like horrific at the same time. There's some werewolf transformations and like mutilations, but it's like you see boobs as well, and then like hairy werewolf boobs at some point. <laughs> I was just about to say. You know what I mean? Totally, like you know, on Rob. This is Rob Zombie here. This is what we're looking into tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Shout out to Sid Haig. So, uh, I mean, man, he's just been yeah. around an actor Rip. since, like, what, like, mm-hmm. 1960 or something, and he just passed away in mm-hmm. 2019. It was right after they filmed uh, the trilogy, the, the third one. He was like, now I can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh, Jackie Brown as well. He was the judge yeah. yep. who was in there. And, uh, yeah, you just see him with uh, painted up like a clown. And you, you get the whole shot of, uh, the, what is it? It's a gas station, gas station, chicken joint, and horror. I didn't know it was a crispy crunchy in that motherfucker. Hell oh, yeah, dude. He's chicken joint. Your- Get your free chicken. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. <laughs> hey, listen. If they listen, there's something wrong about that already. When they say free chicken, it's like, listen, I'm not going in there. No, 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 not free chicken. Fried chicken. I think it was for going on the horror ride. You got a complimentary, like. Like I don't know, drumstick. Yeah, I'm not going on that ride either. (laughs) (laughs) It was a complimentary, like little doggy bag of fried chicken. Like here you go. (laughs) Even that first scene, I mean, don't really know what's going on. I mean, like the dialogue, you know, that that starts. I mean, they're just talking about some real random shit. Him and that dude that's in Mm -hmm. there, and then uh, then they they get held up. They come in there, they hold them up at gunpoint. And uh, the shorter dude, whoever it is, mm-hmm. not uh, wow. not Captain Spaulding, but the other guy, he recognizes one of the other guys. Hey, ain't you whatever worked at the hard who worked at the hardware store? <laughs> Calls him by the whole uh, yeah, government I mean, name. It's a small town, dude. What do you expect? <laughs> he probably knows his pappy and knows his pappy's pappy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's uh, I don't even know who the hell the dude is who comes in from outside. I mean, we really only see him one other time in the movie and he's the guy pushing the cart like for the ride because the ride doesn't move by itself you have to have someone pushing it he's one of the fireflies just mm-hmm. that way yeah and uh yeah he comes in bashing dude over the head and then spaulding pulls out the gun shoots old boy and it's uh i don't know it, it just goes from uh it's kill count two right there they think they kill two two dudes yeah and you, you realize real quick, Captain Spaulding's not a bitch. He's got the gun in his face. Like, I'm counting to ten. He's like, one, fuck your mama. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Two, <laughs> fuck your grandmama. What? <laughs> what do we do? Like, they didn't even know what's going on. Like, uh, ain't the first time he had a gun pointed in his face. That's for sure. He was ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. After he shoots that guy, he, like, sniffs the barrel. Like, <sighs> <laughs> Thought it might have been his time right there. What up, Steven? What up, Steven? Yeah, one of the things that we get throughout this movie, and um, I have mixed feelings about it. So, like, right when they're doing the credits, that's when Rob Zombie gets to throw in um, what kind of looks like home movies. And they kind of just, I mean, that's kind of like one of his, like, his signature. Signatures, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I feel like some of the times I liked it, but then I feel like sometimes it was just like, oh, like, I don't know, like, it did it a little bit too many times, but I do like how it in little 10 second little increments, it's almost like we build a little bit of a backstory on people as well. 10 seconds at a time. Yeah. I mean, it that is kind of cool. Cause if everything is shrouded in a mystery and it is those little cutaways that fucking, you know what I mean? Give you a little, in, little more insight. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, but you're definitely like I remember watching this in the theaters. That's why I even bought it when it came out. Okay. And like, yeah, you you know, you you're 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 at the edge of your seat right out the gate, bro. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, oh shit, these fools about to get murked, and then then they get murked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh shit, these these old fuckers ain't playing. Hell yeah. And uh really the whole I mean the whole sequence during the uh, the credits. Like none of it makes any like I mean if you're just watching this at first glance like none of it really makes any sense. It's just a lot of crazy like mashed up you know videos being thrown together. And then I mean you kind of figure out later these are kind of like the beginning of like their home movies that they're shooting. Mm-hmm. And uh, the farther we get into the movie, the more of these home movies that we see like ten seconds at a time, pretty much. Yep. Yep. A lot of my favorite character in there. A lot of Otis. Yeah. He looks a lot different from the uh, the first one to the second one as well. Yeah, he does. It's weird. I was going to kind of go down a rabbit hole and try to figure that out, but I just kind of ran out of time today. (laughs) Time wasn't kind to him. Steven said Rob Zombie needs to perform again. Said, don't know if he does. Um, But uh, he said, I actually saw him back in. Okay. When he played this. I saw him back in uh, in 2006 or seven, and mm-hmm. a, a girlfriend of mine at the time, well, my, my wife's not watching the show, um, but at the time she got me uh, tickets, I don't know from where, for who or whatever, but uh, pretty cool, came out on stage, he's a little guy, really short, he was wearing some big old shoes to make himself look a lot taller <laughs> and kind of normal size to the, the rest of the band, and then like yeah. a giant um, zombie type character that was like built up like on stilts and like made up or whatever came out on stage it was gigantic it was like 12 feet maybe bigger I don't know it was weird I don't know if it was like somebody in a suit on stilts or like animatronics I don't know it was cool though um yeah and who was there I think um who was this who was this guitarist was it white zombie or just him as the Rob Zombie no it was him as Rob Zombie so I think he had like a different guitar I mean like white was it like white zombie like the band like was it the original band or like because I think, like, um, when he went solo, like, in the mid-90s. Yeah, I can't recall. I mean, this was early 2000s, or I guess, if you still want to call it that, like, 2006, 2007. And him, so. and Al- him and Alice Cooper were kind of that genre, huh? Like, like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Kind of a horror. Yeah, but he was a little, he's a little guy. His dreads were, like, like literally, like, most of his, like, he's mostly made up of dreads. Dookie locks, though. <laughs> he reminded me of like a like a, a Rastafarian Sonic the Hedgehog or something. <laughs> That's funny. So then we get, uh, I guess, pretty much who we who are the main characters of the movie, uh, at least for the most part. We're following their story, right? It's. Uh, what the hell are their names? Jerry and Bill. Those are the two dudes. And uh, he's Bill like, yeah. he's like, why? Well, we're on E. He was like, I, thought I told you to fill it up. He was like, I threw in like three bucks. And like back in the seventies, like I don't know. I mean, three bucks might have got you uh, a lot of places, but um, didn't get them where they needed to go. A full tank of gas probably would have got them where they needed to go at this point. And so they pull out and uh, they go to Doctor Sp- uh, Captain Spaulding's spot. And um, the dude Jerry runs in as they're uh, getting ready to pump the gas. And he's like, dude, this place is so boss. You got to come in. He's like, what do you mean, boss? Like, we got to wake the girls up and get the camera. You find out they're like writing a book about all this, like, 
I don't know these random places that you just find along the uh, along the highways and places that nobody knows about, and they're definitely like yeah, yeah. And is that so? Is that such a white thing? <laughs> oh yeah, go out in the middle of nowhere, all over the place, and find things. Weird things to write about. Right? Weird things. Let's go well, investigate. You know that Bill character is played by Rain Wilson, who is uh, Dwight on The Office. Yeah. Oh, it's word. Just, word. Hey, that, that looks like I didn't even notice that. I like Dwight too. Behold, <laughs> thick boy. <laughs> and he kind of uh, he's asking Captain Spaulding all these questions, like, "Why are you asking so many little shit questions?" or something like that. He's like, oh, we're writing a book about, you know, all the places. And he's like, who the hell would want to read that shit? <laughs> I immediately thought, white people. Yeah. I'm just joking. Much, right? <laughs> anyway, who has like a kind of weird, you know, fetish. They seem like they're like college kids or maybe like right out of college or something. Adolescents. I mean, I'm, I'm not not adolescence. I mean, definitely like young adolescence, like nine, eighteen, nineteen. Okay, yeah, out of college, you said. Okay, yeah, right. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking out of 20. 20, 22. Yeah, that's a perfect. Be out of college. Early. Yeah, 20. this is. Yeah, what year is it supposed to be? It is. It's. It, it is. Seven, to be like yeah, the 70, 77. 77? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, three dollars will get you hella far back then. <laughs> I, I always forgot, uh, like I said, so I always forgot it was taking place in 77. It would like start that way and then I kind of just kind of forget. Uh, I could lose focus. It's easier to kill. It's <laughs> easier to be like mass murderers back in the 70s, I'm sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. And they're like in the sticks. Nobody's fucking going where they live. Like, yeah. I don't like the sheriff saying, there ain't no forensics yet. Hell yeah. What up, Wendell? We're doing House of a Thousand Corpses. We're still in the beginning. We're still in the beginning where uh, where the whole crew, where now they're going through like the murder ride. <laughs> Which, There's only been two, two, uh, two body, right? Two bodies dropped so far. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Only okay. two. Body oh, count yeah. We're going to do a body count. Yeah. Yep. Now... They're, uh, they're going through this murder ride, which is, like, ridiculous. And they're getting all this, like, murder history on, like, these random murders, tortures, all types of shit. And then you hear the, the Dr. Satan, like, at the end. And he's the local legend of all these guys. And uh, these guys just get way too... I mean, it's only white people, right? Like, yeah, we want to no, go. We want to go investigate this murder. I want to see the tree of where these, like, these murders were taking place and stuff. He even tells them, don't do it. Like, why are you going to do this? He's like, come on, got it. Like, you got to tell me how to go see this tree. He's just being very persistent, bugging the crap out of Captain's Listen, body. you motherfucker, you tell me where the fuck that tree is. That's basically what <laughs> <laughs> Captain Spaulding was saying, like, you know, listen here, you little shit. You don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you're going to find over there? He doesn't listen. Tried to tell him. Tried to tell him. So he draws him a little map. You know, um, you know what's funny too is like, you know, because this is like after you watch it, like, yeah, they were they were setting him up right there. He's like, oh, you don't want to go there. Because mm-hmm. you know, when you tell someone not to do something, they're always like, oh man, I want to do this like even more. Especially. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. in their Gino. You definitely don't want to go Angle over slide. here want to go this road, going on. take a right and then look for a big tree over here. You definitely want to don't want to do that. You're gonna hang a left you're gonna hang a left at the at Murder Row. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if you guys noticed but one of the one of the two girls that was there um she went and called her dad. I'm sure you noticed that part. But if you look very closely inside the phone booth where she's at there's all these like pictures of like missing women and stuff like that and it's like you know it's like all right in that area probably didn't even pay no attention to it or anything and there's like literal like pictures like just right in the phone booth of all these missing people she calls her dad though and says uh, that they're running a little bit behind but they'll be there at like 11 o'clock or something so i'm assuming they're not super super far from uh where the pops lives and said that they went to Captain Spaulding's um, gas station and chicken joint. So this is like, yeah, that's the one little that's the one little tidbit that they, she like the little beacon that they threw out there. Yeah, From, nobody you know, else did this though. No, yeah, she, else. she was keeping she was keeping Daddy posted the whole time, like all yeah. the way through. Good kid. Yeah. 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 Cause even back then, not easy to keep, uh, keep anybody posted when you don't just have a phone. I mean, and how much would that phone call or cost it if you went in the same area code, right? You're like, this, this call will cost 50 cents. Like, what the fuck for real? (laughs) And then daddy just had to be sitting at home waiting for the call, like expecting, like, okay, she's on her way. Gotta, the trip's gonna take eight hours. Hey, back then, if you didn't have, if you didn't have, I mean, I'm pretty sure they didn't have answer machines. Somebody, maybe somebody had a chat when they invented answering. That motherfucker was just ringing, ringing, ring, right? He just called that shit till the motherfucker pick it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then they start driving on down the road. And then we get introduced. It's Rob Zombie's wife, Sherry Moon Zombie. And uh, she's just hitchhiking on the side of the road. And like the girls. How convenient. The girls are like, just keep driving. You're not going to pick her up. He's like, come on, let's pick her up. And. Idiot. You're going to be surprised by this, Bogart, but um, mm-hmm. the first commercially successful answering machine, the electronic secretary, was created in 1949. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that shocked me yeah, as well. Yeah, that's some paper, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's some paper for that one. That motherfucker was... In 1949, yeah. Hey, that, hey, that shit was like... That shit was probably like a big-ass giant box. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Wait. <laughs> From the picture I see here, yeah. <laughs> it's like a good, good size. The size oh, of my yeah. TV, maybe not a little smaller than that back there. <laughs> so it's raining, and because it's raining, that's why they pick her up. They feel bad for her. At least that's mm-hmm. what they say. 
and uh, she gets in there and uh, they're asking, Hey, you know, where this tree is. And she was like, Oh yeah. It's like right by my house. And, uh, <laughs> and but you could tell she's like crazy. Cause she was like, where's the tree at again? And she's like, what tree? <laughs> she's like, yeah, go to my house. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's a little bit of a loon. And then we get one of those cutaway scenes, you know, where we kind of hear like, uh, yeah, if you got to kill someone, just kill them. Or like something like that. But uh, yeah, little short tidbits of her and uh, her real personality. And they're not even driving for like, I don't know, a minute or two before you see someone in the woods. You don't know who it is at this point. He's got like a little like bear hood or something on. Pulls out the gun, pulls out the big rifle, shoots their tire out. And oh man, now um, baby, that's pretty much what she's known as. She says that her brother has a tow truck. We'll get you guys all towed up and everything. And so they run back to uh, to the house. The house. Yeah, this is all very uh, shades of Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm -hmm. and uh, a combination of other, you know, Texas styled slashers. I feel mm -hmm. for sure. <laughs> it just has that. It has that great vibe. That you know, the that southern. Uh, we're gonna set you up and trap you and lure you. Yeah, they get and skinny alive, suckers. Okay. And there's definitely always like some sheriffs involved. So we get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're in on it. <laughs> and so usually. What do you uh what what do you think about that that first part, Peacock, where like I mean we see them where they're now like about to like run back to the house, but then they cut into the house where we've already heard about the cheerleaders going missing, and now we see Otis talking to them. Yeah, so you know, oh we get introduced to Otis here, and you're like, Who is this Otis B. Driftwood? I believe his full name is yeah. <laughs> very fitting name, and he, he has Driftwood. that look. He has that look of uh, uh, what's the that dude's name in um, in uh, that? Oh man, I'm even drawing a blank to the movie, but it'll come back to me. But anyways, he seems like kind of ghoulish, you know, and he has his his hair all long and it's uh, bleached and dirty, and he's he's monologuing to these uh, cheerleaders that are tied up, obviously, and have been uh, somewhat mutilated and tortured and. He's uh, creating, you know, he's creating art, you know, he's doing work. He's, he's here to do the devil's work and he is the devil basically in, the, in not so many words is what he says. And so um, you get a good glimpse of what's going on and uh, juxtaposed to what you just saw, you know, baby being this beautiful bubbly girl who's willing to, you know, maybe kind of ditzy, but willing to help these kids who have now, you know, uh, have a flat tire or whatever and she's like they're about to get got <laughs> incidentally you know all these things and i think the, the the bear guy shooting is also that same firefly or one of those fireflies that we saw kind of earlier yeah. got a glimpse of so yep. you yeah. gotta start putting things together like you know this little town is is run by or this little area of town i guess is run by all these uh, a gang of hooligans that are all together so you gotta watch out so oh. an area of town that nobody goes into like they you have to that's just what i assume right like they're they're an off beaten track to where like even if you go to captain spaulding's you still have to go down a certain couple roads before you get to their neck of the woods mm -hmm. if you end up in their neck of the woods you're not leaving you're about to die uh, i've been down some crazy scary looking roads like that in my time and once it got too dark or we got too freaked out or we were done smoking we, we just got back in our truck and jetted you know really quick <laughs> yeah 
but definitely a lot of places see, like that around here. There are the uh, so you see them go to the house. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Billy and uh, and baby. And um, it's the dude in the bear costume who comes up and uh, who has the tow truck comes up, uh, like slams his hand on the <laughs> on the fucking hood or whatever. Yeah, the girls stay behind with uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Jerry. Jerry, there you go. So it's Jerry and the two the two girls, and Billy takes off with Baby back to the house. And yeah, she's, and she's uh, acting all super ditzy and super horny. Like, yeah, yeah he, he wants to get it. He, yeah, he's trying to get his pee pee touch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though that is his girlfriend. I mean, at least, uh, I mean, we'll talk about it a little later, but I mean, she lets it be known that that's her man. Yeah. yeah but uh, it's. Uh, it's, it's just getting it's gonna get real intense real quick and i think uh this is a good time to uh end it for act number one here because yeah. uh now we're about to actually like they're about to actually go into the house now the house the firefly it's, house it's gonna get crazy it's gonna get crazy and uh, so if you guys have not already make sure you go subscribe to the audio version of the podcast and um, silver screen breakdowns and that's on Apple. That's on Spotify. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. We'll read it out on, uh, on the show. Make sure we, uh, you know, give everyone, uh, give everyone, everyone a shout out for shouting us out. We appreciate the five-star reviews. That's how people can actually like find us like newer people and uh, subscribe to the silver screen breakdown YouTube channel as well. And everyone who's watching, hang with us because we're doing all three acts right now. And Peacock, remind everybody where to find you and everything you got going on. Of course, you can constantly find me surfing the internet. No, you can uh, you can find my stuff, my merch at neonpeacockmerch.com. I have a lot of cool stuff going on. I think if you, you still have a chance to order today, you can get some Halloween stuff before Halloween day. Uh, I know Derek, one of our avid friends and, and uh, companions, uh, has ordered some stuff and he just got it in. He, I think he ordered it last week. He already got it in today, so... That was his Bong R.I.P. shirt from the uh, the website. And there's still a $14 t-shirt sale going on. I've extended it. It's back from the dead. And uh, if you go over to the website, that's neonpeacockmerch.com. You can go check out everything from, like I said, not only t-shirts that are at $14, but the whole website's at 30% off. You can get art prints in all sizes, like the ones I have all behind me in decoration. And some of these are actually up there as well. So go check it out. Nice. Bogey, let them know. Yeah. Just... Check me out at the GMM Network everywhere. Um, search Bogard Scott Free. Check out all the new music available on all streaming platforms. Spotify, give me money. And definitely tune in to Act 2 of House of a Thousand Corpses. Well, will the poor co-eds get their book written? <laughs> tune in. <laughs> we will see you then. Peace out. Still screaming about your bitches shit. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, y'all, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 